Hi everyone, it's Victoria and Eliza and we are the OG homies. Hi everyone, welcome back to Homies the Podcast, Victoria and Eliza here. Today we're going to be talking about mental health in the quarantine. Okay, wait, I, I meant to say mental health in the queue. But then, in case you didn't hear me say that letter, I said the full word. However, we're not even in a quarantine anymore. I feel like it's just more of the pandemic. So you guys know what I mean. But, right? Like, <laughs> there's so many different names for it. And I feel like it's the queue, the quarantine, the pandemic, COVID, the Rona. Like, you can yeah, call exactly. whatever works. Yeah, you get it. It's a long title, long working title. <laughs> But we're going to get pretty real with you this week uh, and take a little bit of a different tone just to kind of cover how everybody is coping, which obviously not well. And continuous. But before we jump in, uh, Eliza, tell us what you're into this week. I'm really into this humidifier that I got. And it's a miniature one and it has a light and that like changes colors and you can put essential oils in it. So I've started reading up on which essential oils are good for what types of things and pick some of my favorites. And I think the humidity is very nice, especially as like heat starts to come on and it gets colder, you know, to avoid the dry skin and the bloody noses and whatnot. Oh, that's so true about bloody noses. I used to get bloody noses like in the like at sleepaway camp in the summer like how weird that's random so for the um the essential oils does the humidifier diffuse the oil into the air yeah it mixes there's like a little chamber and you just put room temperature water in it and then you dump a few drops of the oil in and it kind of like mixes it and diffuses an oil scented mist so is that weird having oil in the air or is it fine? It's just the scent, really. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. Amazing. So it's relaxing. What are you into this week? That's key. Okay, this week. So ever since, or for most of the pandemic, I've been into my, making my hair game stronger. Okay, so I don't know if this is like weird or an unknown thing to other people, but like I used to never condition my hair because like it would mean I would have like growing up when I was like a child, I didn't want, I didn't like showering. And so if I use conditioner, I'd have to wash my hair more often. Cause like it wouldn't last longer. But like now that I'm an adult who works out every day, I shower every day, no matter what, sometimes like I'll just rinse my hair versus shampoo. But anyway, it's like continuous hair vibes. And so I wait, this is so funny. I like tried to sell these monate products eliza knows all about this um like i tried to be like that girl selling shampoo and stuff on instagram and it just did not work for me i'm not that kind of person um but anyway they have a shit ton of products and i'm like stuck with it um I, my friend from school was successful with it so i'm her customer and they do have this really awesome oil but they also have like conditioner they have like all hair care products so they have this conditioner and this oil and this like leave-in products that i really like so anyway so now i always use conditioner 
And I really love blow drying out my hair. My senior year of college, I never used conditioner. I never blow dried my hair. I would just let it air dry and it's really curly. And if I, I don't brush it when it's wet. So when I, I wait till it dries to brush it, but in, in that period when it's dry and unbrushed, it looks so bad, so bad. <laughs> so anyway, so now I always blow dry my hair. Well, I mean, not always, not always. I'm just sitting in my room all day, but like, I really like it looking much better and it's definitely healthier. And I also get haircuts. I get a trim every six weeks. I went earlier today. Um, and I just go to, I literally go to super cuts. Like I, I think spending a lot of money on haircuts is so absurd because they're literally cutting off so little hair anyway. Um, so my hair game has gotten stronger and I'm really happy with it. And we're doing well in that department. <laughs> Whatever so, works. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever gets you. Okay. So Eliza, do you want to start us off with maybe just like your overall thoughts on your personal mental health in the queue? And then I'll talk about me and then we'll talk about coping mechanisms and go from there. Yeah, let's do it. So I think for me, at least when everything shut down in March, I figured it would be like two months maximum and I would be back and ready to go in June or May or June, whatever. And then it just continued and it seemed to just keep getting worse. And then I like moved out of my apartment in the city and then I have another apartment to move into, but just like haven't yet because everything is just slowed down and I did not foresee myself being where I am currently. I saw this funny TikTok the other day that it was like so relatable that I had to just laugh at it and it was from the parent trap and meredith blake the like stepmom to be or whatever that the girls torture is 26 and she's like fabulous and she's engaged to this vineyard owner and she's very successful in her career and has a great outfit and a personal assistant and everything and like a sports car and <laughs> this girl posted just like a video of Meredith Blake saying, I'm 26, and then comparing it to, like, where this girl is right now, and it's another girl that's my age who's just, like, in her childhood bedroom, like, watching TV in her bed, like, eating Nutella out of the jar. And I was like, well, yep, kind of sums it up. Yeah, um, wait, I did not know that Meredith Blake was 26. That's funny and very much more relevant now that I like I now I appreciate that movie in a different manner also I'm glad you brought up that TikTok because I saw one where it was like this girl what she duetted this video and so the the girl who's duetting it it's just like the, her forehead like her nose and up so it's like a thumb view like she's just like watching it like the way you normally watch a TikTok when you're holding your phone up to your face and the video that she was duetting was this girl maybe she's in high school or college I don't know she's super skinny she was like I woke up at 6 a.m this morning she, it was like what I did in a day she went on a run she ate really healthy food she went like like a five mile run at like 6am and she did her ab workouts and like, then she went to babysit and it was like a very productive, like healthy fit day. And the girl who do edit it in the caption, she didn't say anything. She just had her like thumb looking face in the second frame. And then she captioned it being like, I ate a jar of Nutella today and threw up. <laughs> and I was like, yes, because it's like these unrealistic videos. 
I mean, apparently it's realistic. Like that girl didn't, but like that other girl, but it's like, I feel like so many of us are not doing that and it's okay. And we kind of forget. So anyway, we got to normalize that stuff. Yeah. And it's all about like expectations. Like I expected 2020 to go a lot differently than it has. And in March, I expected the pandemic to be a lot shorter than it is, but like people Mm -hmm. can't just deal with it, I guess. I don't know. But like in, um, I think April, I bought like a ton of summer work clothes from J crew. And I was so excited, like white slacks and like tops and like, and I literally haven't taken the tags off of them. (laughs) Um, so definitely like, I agree with you. Well, obviously like expectations are different, but one thing I was realizing the other day is that I think the, like the end of March and then April and May sucked like that shit was depressing like it was cold no one knew what was going on I was personally going through a breakup I was alone and I was sad and I'm just gonna reiterate that it was cold and like and I had just oh yeah I had just moved into my New York City apartment and I but at that time but then during COVID I was home and with my parents in Connecticut because I don't know. I kind of freaked out one night and was like, I'm, I need to leave. I don't know why I was like, I didn't want to be alone. My roommate was gone one night and I was alone in the apartment and like she was skiing and I pieced the fuck out and did not go back for like two months. And then we went to empty the apartment and it was gross. But, um, I feel like nowadays or so much of the pandemic, my vibe, I know it's so cliche, but it's just unwell. Like, I'm just like, am I like, am I okay? Like, because half the time I'm great. Like, especially now, like I go to CrossFit almost every day. I love going to CrossFit. It makes me so happy. It makes me feel good about myself. Um, a really like fun group of people at the CrossFit gym in my town. Um, and like, I really try to keep busy and work has been ramping up a bit, which is nice. Like keeping busy is so key, but then sometimes I'm like, like, like so sad. And I'm like, I just have to do something, literally anything, like switch it up. And so, yeah, but I feel like throughout this time, and what do you think about this, Eliza? Is like, I truly believe that I'm my own therapist. Like I've never been to a therapist. So take this with a grain of salt, but it's like, I just ask myself, I'm like, also I work in sales. So I'm like pretty good at questioning. It's like, why are you thinking that? Like, why does it make you sad? Like you just kind of like get to the root of it. And then it's like, you know, what, we're good. Like, we're totally fine. Like, in the grand scheme of things of the world and people who have actually bad lives, like, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I get in this, like, hole of being in my own thoughts. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the metaphorical mic to you in a moment. But this one thought I had the other day, I was talking to my friend, like, the one friend I hang out at home with. And I was like, I was talking to her about whatever. And she was like, oh, like we don't talk about this. Like, if it's making you sad. <laughs> I was like, no, please. Like, I literally am in my own thoughts 24-7. I don't want them anymore. Like, let's talk about literally anything else. You, you talk about me, but like not me talk about me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was a strong thought I had the other day. Like, I'm just with my thoughts too often. And I think it definitely comes in waves. Like there are days that the sun is shining and it's really nice and you go for like a nice walk or run and have a good workout, stuff like that. And you're like, you know what? This is fine. This is just another day. And then there's days that like work is stressful or it's a Saturday and you're doing absolutely nothing and you like watch Netflix and it rains and the big exciting thing of your day is like making banana bread. So there it's definitely coming in waves 
And I think it's important to check in with your friends and maybe it doesn't even have to be like to the point. How are you feeling mentally today? Like, are you hanging in there? Stuff like that. Just reaching out and being like, Hey, did you listen to that episode of call her daddy this week? Or, Oh my God, the, you have to watch this show, stuff like that. Or even like I send memes or like weird TikToks to people. And that's just a form of like staying connected because Honestly, I think it's been like well over a year since I've seen a lot of my friends. And that's horrible. Ooh, that's so true. I didn't because it's already October. I hadn't even thought I thought it was like July. You know have friends that like I really only see in the summer just because like we go off to where we work and then like come back to our hometown for weekends and stuff in the summer and I only see them then. Those people, like, I haven't seen since summer 2019, and that's awful. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing where it's, like, I'm so happy when I'm with my people and, like, my closest friends, and, like, in general, those people, like, including Eliza, don't even live near me. So it's, like, normally we would be texting, sending memes, like, FaceTiming, whatever, but now it's just, like, way extended. And I also with you about it like it's the emotions or whatever coming in phase it waves it's so bizarre I'm like what like feeling one way one moment and a different way another moment because of like something I saw on Instagram okay wait also something that you said I love sending memes like I love seeing something that makes me think of like you and I send it to you or vice versa or something but I think that's Instagram and TikTok, I love TikTok, but they can be so toxic if you're looking at like the wrong side of it. And especially with like, like if you're looking at the news and it's like, my parents always have the news on. I don't want to listen to the news all the time. It's really stressful. And it's like, or if I'm like looking at all these like really skinny girls on TikTok or it's like, whatever, or they're all going on runs and like, I'm not on, and it like stresses me out for a little, whatever. It's like, no, you don't need to be stressed out. Like delete that shit. Don't watch it. But like, I love Instagram. <laughs> I did delete it for a little bit, but like now we're back and I think it's fine. But like, maybe it's not. But it's like, I need distractions. Like, okay, so coping mechanisms for me, keeping busy at every minute of the day, which is not possible, but would be nice, would be so good. It is good. I mean, what do you think? I think that's basically like the only way to avoid actually like thinking about what's going on, which is kind of horrible to say that you need to like escape. So, in early quarantine, I was like, let me pick up a hobby. And I I picked up coloring books, which is like, I know for children, but like they also have like the coloring books for adults. Like I got a Vogue one and a National Parks one and it was very pleasant. And I like would sit there and watch Tiger King. But then it got nice out and I was like reading and sitting outside and that was fine. But I think the thing that like really gets me is the Snapchat memories that's the worst of all of like the toxic things that happen because I got one there was one day that like I had something from four years ago three two and one and I was like these are all like really really awesome things that I did and now I'm sitting here like really stressed out working from my parents house and that was just tough um and then like you know like a certain day rolled around and I was like, oh, this day last year I was doing this thing and and just kind of thinking about like how I took those things for granted maybe. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like for something, I mean, maybe this is a bad example, but like I really wanted to go to the US Open this year. And like, and when that, I mean, there's many things, many things all of us wanted to do, but just to use this as an example, like when it came and like you couldn't go, um, it just was like, like, what do you do? Like, it's like, oh, well, like, huh, like that's, you know what I mean? Like there's literally nothing to be done and like no thought to be had because it's just not there. And it's like weird. It's like, yeah, I do really appreciate walks and listening to music and like playing dress up in my room and like seeing people like when it's possible. But, um, you know, it gets old sometimes. Like I stopped going on walks for like a month <laughs> like back in July or August. I just was bored of it. Um, but now we're back on the walk train, but I literally hate being cold. Like I already wore Uggs the other day. I just hate being cold. I think the workouts are a really good thing to do as a coping mechanism and something to stay busy. And I've heard the same feedback from multiple other people that uh, like sometimes I do two workouts in one day just for stuff to do. Like I'll do a Zoom workout during the day or in the morning. And then later on when I'm done with work, I'll go for a run or a walk or something. And it just, it's nice. I don't know. I feel like that's nice and it's pleasant and it seems normal. Like normally I would be working out at those times. So it seems like a normal thing to do to be doing so. And, you know, you can listen to podcasts or music while you're working out and just kind of like escape and not being like scrolling through Twitter and seeing the number of reported cases every day and just getting stressed out and more worried about what's happening. And and the thing is like... A lot of people with like mental health, I think the the main driving factor is the unknown. And it's like anxiety ridden. You just don't know what's coming or when this is going to end and how it's going to end if if it's like a vaccine. Because all the, I feel like all these vaccine trials are like going on. And at first I was really keeping up with them. And then I was like, you know what? It's just let's leave it to the experts. It's going to happen when it happens. I don't need to be emotionally involved in the New York times every single day. Yeah. Yeah. You bring up these really like, what's sort of, like long lasting concepts that I think are so relevant and interesting, like normal and the unknown. And it's like, I've, I've decided to live a little differently, I think, than you, Liza, like, with this new normal, where I, I like to do, like, normal stuff, like, I'll, I go out to eat, and I clearly, I go to the gym, but I, I do that, like, with the right precautions, that's just how my family and I feel comfortable being, but then it's, like, um, which, okay, like, great, fine, that works for us for now, but, like, it's about to get cold, so, like, you can't run. Well, you can run, but like, I don't think our gym is going to make us run outside. Anyway, my point, my point is that I keep going on about the colds, but, um, the other point that I wanted to say was about the unknown. And it's like, I mentioned earlier how like, like April sucked so bad because of, and I think a lot of that was because of the unknown, but now like we literally, it's still unknown. Like literally it's just still unknown. I think we're just a little, maybe more comfortable with the unknown for me. Like my office made a blanket statement months ago or yeah, months ago that we were not going back in through the end of the year. So like, okay, that's a known, right. But it's like, I kind of just want to move back to the city already. That, that is a TBD situation. But anyway, but Eliza has, what has your office said? Cause I feel like that's a pretty key known or unknown. You know what I mean? We are for sure not going back until 
2021 because our office lease ended and we were like, let's not up it. It's not a good idea because I work for a really small company. So it's not like they have to fill an office that's like three stories of some city side skyscraper. It's like mm-hmm. a very small company. So they were like, oh, we'll just um, everyone work remote through the end of the year. It's like what we'd probably be doing anyway. And in terms of real estate, like the sublease office market in Boston is like very strong right now and just flooded with different companies that are like also opting to do the same thing and just have everyone fully remote for now and not even bother with rent. Yeah. yeah. One thing that like the reason why I did not want to be in New York a driving factor was because or like in a New York City apartment was because the the thought of working from home in an apartment like it just seemed so unpleasant but like now I'm kind of over it I don't know but like I literally sprawl out on the floor of my giant I mean giant compared to New York City standards like in my parents house my bedroom floor and it's like I don't know, maybe it would be different, but I'm also, I'm, I'm a floor sitter. So like, that's not weird, but I'm just, um, I don't know if I could do the same in an apartment, but I don't know. It's just kind of like, it's kind of, t- I think it's time to leave, but like, I don't know. See, it's like, okay. Also, have you felt this? Well, I don't think, I don't know if you've been making many plans, but like, I'm so bad at making plans. Like I made plans and I canceled them or I'm just like, I physically cannot plan until like two days in advance like I just tell everyone that I'm just like I, like I'm so sorry like, yeah. due to the pandemic I cannot plan <laughs> well, there's so many like unknown things and I also feel like like people will make plans and then you'll I mean th- I haven't necessarily experienced this but I've had friends that have gone through this that they make plans with someone that they like think is being very safe and they're like yeah like I know you're not out at huge parties and stuff like that and you wear your mask and wash your hands whatever and then they'll like see on their Instagram story that they're at a party with like 40 people and they end up canceling their plans because they're like ew I don't want to be in contact with you because you were just in contact hugging 40 people in an enclosed space yeah I feel like that unknown factor too even if you like go to the grocery store it's like okay here's a scenario what if someone has has COVID they're asymptomatic so they're just living their life and they're fine they didn't get tested they don't know they go to the grocery store they and like maybe like like someone in their household sneezed now the sneeze is on their hair and so they're in the grocery store and they touch the hair and then they touch the can the, the bag and then they move away and then you touch the bag and then you scratch your face and then boom it's just it's like how do you know you know what I mean you like can't trust anyone it's it's awful it's just it's just the crazy nature of this disease okay so I was at so I play in a handbell choir at my local church where I grew up going to I've played handbell since high school and I really enjoy it and they're like these old ladies and they're so cute and we've been practicing and we have like like not a performance but there's like a service that's on zoom coming up and anyway so we'll be playing and we're all wearing masks and we're all spaced out playing like practicing the bells and the one of the ladies was like was one of them was like, oh, I can't wait to get the vaccine and go back to normal. And we, it's, I would say it's a pretty general consensus. Like, yes, same. Can't wait to get the vaccine, which I feel like is paired along with going back to normal. And then one of the ladies was like, oh, I'm not getting the vaccine. And we were all like, what? 
like wait wait why like what like we were just like at a loss she was and she was like oh like her dad had gotten the flu vaccine and was something went wrong like he was fine but something went wrong I don't know and we were like hey I'll take your vaccine give me the second one like I I just thought like I mean I'm not trying to make like some anti anti anti-vax argument but I just think like like what if like, you know how kids who are raised, I think it's Christian scientists, or the, like the kids who do, whose parents don't want them to get vaccinations, but then you get the bare minimum to be able to like go to school. Yeah. And it's like, but it's like, what if the COVID-19 vaccine is not one of those bare minimum ones? You know what I mean? It's just it's like, like, how can you like, trust that everyone has it or that it's better? But like, I don't know what society yeah. would be normal. Yeah, like I wonder if that'll either become a necessary vaccine for your kid to go to kindergarten or whatever. Or if it's going to become obsolete and, like, totally be phased out in, I don't know, five years because everyone will have received, enough people will have either received the vaccine or there's just, like, no cases of it anymore. I don't, I'm no pandemic scientist or anything, so I don't totally understand how this all works, but, like, it's something to consider. But I I also feel like, isn't it so funny when people are like, oh, I tested positive because I feel like it has such a different connotation when they say they tested positive versus being like, I am sick and I have it. Yeah. You know, people have normalized like, oh, I tested positive. Now I have to quarantine for two weeks. And like, it sucks versus people who are so actually ill. Like, I just feel like there's two ends of the spectrum when it comes to that. And people forget what well, I've forgotten that like you can actually have like, bad ramifications. Yeah. But yeah, but I, in terms of coping mechanisms, sorry, I kind of went off on a rant, <laughs> guys. Um, I agree with, I mean, what we talked about, like, working out, it's so, I don't know if this is so cliche, like, talking to friends, like, keeping busy, but it's, like, I just feel like you got to keep pushing through. You got to fake it till you make it. That's how I go through everything in life nowadays, like, like, co- pe- pending COVID, like, fake it till you make it. Just, like, you got to be so happy. I love being happy. Like, I like watching movies, like, being around people that make me happy, and I feel like that was a very, like, specific thing that can be, like, enlarged into life, you know what I mean? And it's, like, hard to do. We're not perfect at it, but I'm here for it. I think that made sense. My parents have been watching Hallmark movies because, like, nothing bad happens in Hallmark movies. Oh, my God. Rom-coms make me so happy. (laughs) Stuff like that. So my parents love all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I used to watch, I have it now, but I love The Walking Dead. My family and I, we all watch it together. The new season isn't on, I don't know when it's on, but I don't think I can even watch it right now because it's a little too close to home. Yeah. Even in general, I could never just like watch it casually because it's so heavy. It's like you need like like a new girl episode, like toss it in there. I need I need to try Shits Creek. I've heard good things. It's, I just finished it. Mm -hmm. they came out with another season and I thought there was like not that many episodes in the newest season but it was very like conclusive like you know how those cute shows like they wrap up and the last episode is like so happy and like so cute but it makes you sad because it's ending but it ends in the right way yeah it's like that oh that's awesome that it ended in the right way because I'm still like unhappy about how the last season of new girl like mm -mm. yeah they they had better (laughs) Yeah, I think, I feel like they sat down to write that and they're like, all right, we got 20 minutes. Let's do it. I so agree. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I hope you, 
I don't know, like related to what we had to say. Like, I feel like so much of that maybe is known, but I've never really talked about it out loud. So that felt really good to talk about it. What do you think? I agree. And let us know how you're doing, what you're doing to cope. We did a poll a couple weeks ago on the Instagram stories and just kind of wanted to know your take on stuff. And you guys gave some, some pretty good feedback that we've touched on here. Um, but in other news, we have a little bit of a podcast update for you all. So we are now officially 15 episodes in, which is super exciting that we've made it this far after starting this in, we started recording this in the end of July and kind of working on some of the marketing and whatnot. And now here we are. So we have decided that we are going to move forward with season two. And with season two comes a whole new intro. So get excited for that, as well as um, kicking off with a very special week of episodes, I guess, to say. We're going to launch two episodes in the first week of season two. And that is going to come out on November 16th. So between now and then, you will not be hearing from us in terms of podcast episodes, but we'll still be active on the Instagram. And feel free in the meantime to DM us and reach out with anything you want to hear in season two. And any more polls and stuff that you guys want to see on the story because I know we got a lot of really good feedback about the ones we've done recently and we love your involvement and you guys just crack us up. Awesome. Guys, we can't wait to see you in season two. Have a good one. We don't care. Do we want-